Welcome back to the Old Switcheroo Podcast. This is Susie, and what you're hearing is the sound of a brand new microphone. Thanks to the patrons over the course of uh, three years, we were able to save up and get an actual microphone. We actually got two microphones, one for each of us, and we will be using them in the future. This episode here is about Wonka. If you don't want Wonka spoilers at all, don't listen to this. However, I don't think we reveal that much more than the trailer would. In fact, there are so many things lost on us that it's like we didn't watch the movie. If you're a fan of Jawbreaker's podcast, then you may know that we both have been talking about Timothy Chalamet for a while now. He is a confusing presence with a unrecognizable face to some. And to others, I thought, I mean, I thought he was a European gay boy until I found out that he wasn't. So, it's special to see slash hear him in the Wonka movie. We teased this episode for a few episodes before this. We said one of us would watch Wonka, one of us would listen to Wonka, and that is what we did. So, uh, once again, just a warning, there are, in fact, spoilers in this episode. If you don't want to hear it, you can listen to a different episode. However, it's not about what happens in the movie, but how it happens, and therefore what we reveal would not actually ruin the movie should you choose to listen to this episode before you watch the movie. Thanks again to our patrons, because once again, this uh, crisp sound is courtesy of them completely. And uh, thanks again to you, our other listeners, for listening. Just listening to the show does help a lot, and sharing it with your friends helps even more. Leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen is also helpful, and uh, we don't need money to get your support. A simple listen is enough to drive up the numbers and get us everything that we possibly need. So, uh, appreciate that, and yeah, uh, enjoy us trying to piece together what happened in Wonka. Spoilers! Spoilers yep. ahead. Yep. Spoilers ahead for Wonka. This is the old switcheroo. We did something different this time. Yep. If you've listened to the past episodes, we were teasing it a little bit, but what we decided to do was one of us was going to watch the movie and one of us was going to listen to the movie. We did do that. We went to IHOP first to try out the Wonka menu, and at the IHOP, we spin the picker wheel. We spun the picker wheel. Yeah. I hop. I'm going to say, if my only options are recommend or do not recommend, I'm going to say do not recommend. (laughs) Not that it was awful, just I'm kind of disappointed in IHOP's whole thing right now, based on that experience. Unless it was just that location or just Pittsburgh, which also could be the case. Mm -hmm. It does feel like um, they are just desperate to sell a pancake. (laughs) Remember when they did IHOP? International House of Burgers. That was pretty recent, too, huh? It was a few years ago. Still in the IHOP decline, though. Gotta be. Yeah, that's... You think that was the the start of the decline? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, so what's going on at IHOP? We got there. The one that we went to has a weird-ass entrance. Uh Uh-huh. Has a max occupancy of 28. But it's a full-size IHOP restaurant. Normal IHOP. Same size as every other IHOP I've ever been in. Uh-huh. With also more than 28 chairs. Correct. Which makes me think that either a number fell off, uh-huh. or like they a- have an exit blocked. Uh, the only way to enter the parking lot of the IHOP is to drive in around the back, yep. which made no sense. Yeah. 
shares a parking lot with the urgent care I tried to go to when I cut off the tip of my finger, but that urgent care was closed early with just a sign on the door saying they were closed early. <laughs> with no explanation, by the way. Right, just, just closed early. I see. Same parking lot, IHOP. Um, disgusting mop water everywhere. They were... We weren't there that late. We weren't there late enough. We were there, there like 8.30 p.m. Disgusting floor water. It was. It smelled so bad. Yeah. Also, I don't care if the floor is wet. The visuals of a wet floor is not the problem. No. I don't even care about the danger of it. I'll live. No. Yeah. Me personally, I'll, I'm fine. Right. It smelled like... The nastiest Like sewage. Water. Yeah. It literally smelled like sewage. Yeah. So they did that. Um, it smelled like a mop water... Like a mop closet. Yes. Yeah. A little bit mildew, a little bit sewage. Mm-hmm. Nothing you want to eat near. No. Uh, there may have been two or three employees total. There uh-huh. was definitely someone who was like wearing a sweater in a way that made me think she was management. She was totally the manager. She did a, like she went and like did her table touches, and that's all I saw her do. Yeah, and then when she came through to wish us a happy meal, uh-huh. she just reeked like weed, yeah. which I liked a lot. <laughs> I would have been more into the vibe if we didn't have somewhere to be. Agreed. But also, I don't. I'm not gonna eat. Yeah, I'm not anytime. trying to go again to check out. The also, line. none of this has to do with Wonka. The Wonka stuff was the food. I thought was fine. Mm-hmm. The food was like I got a berry biscuit, which right. was delicious. You got some choco tacos. They have yeah. Ta- do they have those taco holders for something else? Like do I'm they sell sure tacos? they. I'm sure they have some sort of like. There's no way they started carrying taco holders to put pancakes in them specifically for, for Wonka. Wonka. No way. Maybe they already have pancake tacos on the menu. Yeah, I'm sure they have something like that. Those were good, but they're really desserty. Yeah, they were really sweet. Yeah. Uh, and then I got a berry lemonade thing. I know uh, what you're picturing at home. A glass of lemonade. Nope. It was a glass topped with cotton candy. Which I literally ordered that thinking they don't have cotton candy mm-hmm. here. Like, there's no way this location when you carries said, the cotton candy. Yeah, you it, were like, oh, I bet it won't even have cotton candy. I was thinking, oh, totally. They got one batch. They said we're not doing this shit and never ordered it again. Right. I was just kind of into the idea of a lemonade. You were wrong for that. <laughs> and then the, on the side of the cup where there was like supposed to be a sprinkles rim, what they did was down the entire side of a cup put icing on it. And, like, rolled it in sprinkles. Yes, it was, yes. It looked, and it was, like, this disgusting drip. So every time I touched the cup, my hand was in icing. And I couldn't even, like, eat the sprinkles off, or I was licking the entire side of the cup. Of an IHOP glass. Of an IHOP glass. That, that I know like that sewage. Right. I know how they're washing their glasses there. And then I got, I ordered uh, strawberry hot chocolate. Wasn't that advertised with the gold glitter? Yeah. I know we wanted to get at least one thing that had the gold glitter on it. And it was a to-go cup full of hot chocolate that tasted like it was made with strawberry milk. Uh-huh. With, like, regular whipped cream. I don't, th- I didn't see any gold glitter. Mm-hmm. Which I'm, I'm ultimately fine with. I was just curious if they had it. Yeah. Okay, the two of you. Why am I touching both of your foreheads at the same time with one hand? <laughs> You're so cute. Oh, I'm rubbing both of their heads. Oh my god, that's crazy. So, wait. The pancake tacos were called Hover Chalk Pancake Tacos. Which, I just want to rem- I just, I want to remind you what those are called. 
and reference them later. That's funny because I didn't even think about them being called things because I didn't have any. Well, spoilers. So we spun the picker wheel at IHOP. Yeah. Literally right before you spun it, you said, I really don't want to get the headset. I have two jobs, and both of them are looking at a screen while wearing a headset. <laughs> and, like, the actual, like, sitting You'll at that- puke your head looks filthy. Because it's covered in spit. It's covered- You're a real spithead right now. You are. Yeah, the thought of, like, sitting in a movie theater with a headset on was- It just was making me fucking so uncomfortable to uh-huh. think about. And then we spun it, and that's what I got. And for half a second, you tried to say, you can spin it again, except for multiple times I've brought up, oh, I'll just listen. And you said, no, we have to to obey the picker wheel. So I was like, fuck no, we're not not obeying the picker wheel just because I said, you know, we got to do it. Right. I would have let you have it, too. No. In that moment. Mm -mm. But I have been saying this whole time. We're not and you gonna, have said multiple times. Like, we're yeah, we already decided we are going to be loyal to PickerWheel.com yeah. this time. Right. So I spun, and I got white noise <laughs> as my result, which means Alexis got bird box, which means we did do that. Uh-huh. And on the drive to the theater from IHOP... Just like a four and a half minute drive. <laughs> I put on my headphones, which aren't exactly noise canceling, but they get pretty loud. They sure do. <laughs> I put those on while you listen to Lil Nas X in the car. Yep. And I tried out different wise noise white noise videos on YouTube. And I looked up one that was white noise. I found one that was white noise two hours noise canceling. Yep. That sure did do the trick well enough, didn't it? The thing is, so it's not the same as, like, in my head I've been picturing, like, watching it on mute, but that's not how it works. <laughs> Instead, it's, you have to add noise louder than Dolby sound system. Because this is, okay, also update, I don't remember if we've actually said this on the show. The IMAX at this theater is not legitimately IMAX. Right. It just has an IMAX sign. It has an IMAX sign, which apparently starting in 2009... Theaters were allowed to use IMAX signage if they use an IMAX digital projection system, regardless of whether or not they had an actual IMAX screen or actual IMAX capabilities. So Mm -hmm. starting in 2009, your theater offering IMAX lost all credibility because it might not be an actual IMAX screen. Found out there was actually no, exactly zero IMAX screens in all of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Including this theater, which is one of the only ones that actually even tries to claim that. Yeah. But the screen is like, it's something like a full 15 feet too short on each side. Like, it's not like three feet too short. Right. And then it's just loud as fuck. Uh-huh. To like make up for that. Right. So that it is technically, it was technically IMAX. Um, so yeah, but yeah, it was loud. Right. So we got our tickets. We got to our seats. Susie puts on we were a little late because we were at the IHOP. That's true. So we only caught a couple of previews. <laughs> yeah, the preview that was on when we were setting up, I have no idea what it was. No. But then I got the headset on. You got the I, blindfold. Right. I put uh, like a face mask and then I put my beanie over it. Yeah. Because also technically you didn't have to be in pitch blackness as long as you weren't watching the movie. Right. Do you know what the what the trailer was that I was fucking losing my mind? We both were just crying laughing. <laughs> once we got the once I got the headset on and Alexis got the blindfold on, <laughs> I realized what was happening because 
It was an Aquaman trailer. I know it was Aquaman. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure that became clear at some point. But watching it, <laughs> there's so many things happening in the Aquaman trailer that I just could not describe if I tried. Like creatures, lights, movement. It's like an action movie yeah. where everything is sci-fi, and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I'm fucked." Like, I will not be able to repeat any of this. The only thing I can tell you happened is Jason Momoa was in it. I was given no words. And also, (laughs) the blasting white noise. I was like, I'm not going to make it. (laughs) This is going to hurt me. The white noise is so funny. (laughs) I didn't realize... I... (laughs) You were laughing so loud. <laughs> you had to laugh over the white noise. You were the loudest person in the theater by a landslide. That's so funny because I thought I was killing it at not doing that. Like, that was on my mind when I was laughing, but then I would hear myself laugh and be like, no, I can only hear myself because it's coming out of my body. <laughs> like, I was so sure. I was like, I've really got a handle on this. Like, I am managing my volume. Apparently not. <laughs> Which is also kind of funny. Yeah. Especially considering how many times I laughed and you didn't. <laughs> there were multiple times throughout the whole thing where, where, well, there was times where I would be the only person not laughing, and then there would be times where I would laugh and no one else would, and then there were times where you would laugh and no one else would. Because <laughs> it wasn't funny. If right. It was, yeah. Also, we got to hear, like, the AMC thing. Well, I got to- Oh, the Nicole Kidman. The Nicole Kidman thing was so- so fucking when funny. she walked up the stairs, I was like, yes, I can hear this anyway. <laughs> I know what she's saying in this theater. Yep. And, yeah. and then the movie started. Yep, and then I re- it was all hitting me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, the movie starts mm-hmm. with a shot of <laughs> Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. Portrayed by Timothy Chalamet. Standing on, like, the upper sail of a boat. Oh. Like, he is just at the tippy top of this boat, sailing through the water, (laughs) singing, I presume. Yeah. Yeah, he was definitely singing. And the whole first section is him, fresh off the boat. Mm Mm-hmm. Becoming acquainted with the town, I think. Yeah. I don't know if he's been there before. I don't. I didn't get that kind mm-hmm. of information. Okay, so also, when this started, I was like, oh, it's just like listening to an audiobook. I can do this. But it is a musical. And you can only listen to Oompa Loompa so many times before it all really starts to blur and get confusing. That's true, because it comes back. It keeps coming back. Yeah. And so I got lost. And then I would find my way in, and then I would get lost again. So I can tell you from the first sequence what you need to know visually. Uh-huh. So he gets there. Okay, so this he's singing. He's talking about selling chocolates. He's, he's also That's like... so annoying. So he's like coming off really nice. It sounds like he's like... He's trading. He's giving away his like money. And then he runs out, and he's like, I'm going to have the best chocolate in the world. And he's, like, going through the town, selling chocolates, and then losing money, giving it away. And then he's like, I now I have six coins left. They're not called coins. And he's like, uh, now I only have one. 
so the coin thing, he kept getting like taxed by people. There was okay. like a sign that said like no daydreaming, three coin charge. Or whatever. Yeah, they they yeah we talked about they talked about daydreaming. They didn't like. Yeah, so he it was going back and forth between him being in like basically an outdoor mall, like a whimsical outdoor mall. It's the one from the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like him imagining what it will be when he can open a chocolate. Mm-hmm. store in this location right. which I guess has got to be the most desirable location right. but also during all this you find out there are three other chocolatiers yeah. and they are coming out of their storefronts and what yeah. they look like is there's one that wears all yellow there's one that wears all green and there's one that wears all blue oh that's really helpful I'm sure it helps a lot of people distinguish which one is which because mm-hmm. I, I know that there are three I'm aware that there was three. Also, they all talk in British accents. Except for Wonka. I Really? That bitch didn't do an accent? He didn't do an accent. I was wondering that the whole movie. No, he's the only one who did it. That is so annoying. <laughs> he's so annoying. And so, I knew that there was three other chocolatiers. They all... They really harped on it. Mm-hmm. It was... You know on Fantastic Mr. Fox, there's three chicken farmers? Uh-huh. It felt like they were just ripping that off directly. <laughs> That's funny. I can't tell you the name of any of them. I also can't tell you who any of those actors They literally are. were like Colonel Mustard, Mr. Green, and Mr. Blue, pretty much. That's yeah. not what their names were. I right. did not learn... Well, their names actually showed up on the screen because at one time... At one point, there was like a blueprint kind of situation. Okay. But I don't remember. Yeah. So then... Oh, and the yellow one was wearing a toupee, which had some, like, sight gags a couple times. It would fly off when he floated <laughs> through the air. Um, then when I remember, he goes to some, what seems like some chocolating show. What I was picturing was, you know, in Sweeney Todd, when they're, like, when Borat is That's doing, exactly like, what it he's was. He's like, my special elixir! That is exactly who that guy was. He was literally... Um, I was thinking, wow, Sasha Baron Cohen must have been busy. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's like a he's like a scammy groundskeeper innkeeper. Yeah, that's exactly what I was picturing. That's exactly what he was. Um also wait, every time Timothy Chalamet would sing after like the first like maybe two songs, cuz the first two songs I was still trying to picture what was happening. After that, all I could picture was Timothy Chalamet inside of a recording booth. <laughs> That's so much worse than picturing him like in Wonka World. <laughs> that's at some point I lost I lost everything and that's all I could picture. And then when we got to Hugh Grant, all I could picture was Hugh Grant as a Oompa Loompa, like going through like the Johnny Depp Wonka factory. Oh yeah. And singing. But he was just going every time he was singing Oompa Loompa, I like saw a very specific like him going down the river of that specific factory. But every time Timmy would sing, I was just picturing him in the recording booth. That's horrible. <laughs> that's messed up. I'm picturing like a Disney Channel, like behind the scenes for like. A- yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, how do we record Lion King? Yeah, that's that's what it was. Here's Timothy Chalamet in the studio. Right. He also, all of his chocolates are made with like the craziest ingredients. Like he's like, I got it from this cow in Indonesia. And I got these oranges uh, from Africa. It was like, everything was the craziest place you could have imagined. Every ingredient to his chocolate. Oh, man. I'm, we're never gonna put this together. No. 
Well, okay, so <laughs> I was really confused. So his chocolate, for the most part, we didn't see him making it. He just kept doing magic tricks and sleight of hand for it to appear. Yeah, he called himself a magician. He Sorry. was a, definitely a magician. Yeah. And right off the bat, I don't remember if it was like his daydream or what, but like people were floating and shit. Mm-hmm. Which I felt like in the other ones, it was kind of more subtle than that. It wasn't his right. main thing was doing magic. Right. It was like, I do a chocolate factory that has magical components. Right. Oh, also, when he first gets to the storefront, this is important because it comes up four times. But I don't think they ever say it out loud. Maybe they do. I don't know. He has a custom Wonka bar in his pocket the whole movie. That has, at some point, it's revealed that his mom, like, wrote his name on it. Yeah. It wrote, wrote, wrote Wonka on it. And literally at four different points in the movie, he takes it out of his pocket and, like, looks at it and is, like, rubbing it. Yes. Um, so his mom had a secret. This comes up later, but his mom had a Wonka recipe or chocolate recipe. Really? And she's like, I'll tell you one day. I'll tell you what the recipe is when he was a kid. And they were eating chocolate together, and he was like, this is the most magical thing. This was, like, the best moment of my life. And then shortly after that, she got sick and she died. Um, But she told him, like, when you have your shop and you have the best moment of your life making chocolate, I'm going to be there with you no matter what. And I'm going to tell you the recipe. And so this the entire movie is him chasing getting to see her again. And there's, like, a part where he's talking to... Like in New Moon? Kind (laughs) of. When Bella's trying to hallucinate Edward? Yeah. It's kind of sad. Wow. And the whole time he's like, I just got to have this so I can see so I can see my mom again. Like, I just want to relive that one more time. Okay, so. He's daydreaming. Whatever. And then he is taking a chill pill, sitting outside. He has, like, a very magical cabinet that he carries around. Well, mm-hmm. he sits down and he takes his hat off. And then he starts pulling shit out of his hat, like a Mary Poppins bag. He has it, like, all lined up in front of him, and that groundskeeper guy walks up to him, says, who knows what. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you want to come over? Oh, actually, I know what he said to him. What'd he say? He said, <laughs> he's like, hey, I have a place you can stay. Like, what are you doing? Do you, are you staying somewhere? And he's like, oh, I can't afford to stay anywhere. Like, don't worry, I'm good. And he's like, no, no, no. Convinces him to go. God, what are they? What are their names? Their names were, like, the Scrub Masters or something. Oh, yeah, they were, their names were, like, Scrub It and Literally, like, Soap yeah. or something. And so he goes, he signs a contract, and the whole time there's this other person. I cannot tell you... Okay, so the other character, Noodle, Noodle, who becomes very important, is Noodle a child or an adult? I was wondering what you thought Noodle was. Noodle's a, actually a great question. I think a child. Okay, because well, it sounded defi- like a child. Definitely a child, but, um, like... Where in childhood? I don't know. Okay. Anywhere from 8 to 16, which I know yeah, sounds wrong. I also was getting confused because there was also this orphan. And I was getting confused if Noodle and the orphan were the same person. Um, Could be. But Noodle's like, read the fine print. Yes. And he doesn't read it. Okay. Do you know that Wonka can't read? I figured it out. Okay. I figured it out in the last, like, 15 minutes. So. Damn. I was... <laughs> I fig- that was, like, the half of the plot. I didn't... Yeah. So, um, I... There and- were there were a couple things that clued me in, but I didn't understand what they were. Yeah. Or what was happening with them. There were things that, like... Yeah. It, that... Okay. So, when the contract was signed, first of all, the outside of the building said, like, stay for a night. You'll never leave. Right. 
And then the contract was, it like unfolded to be like, oh, now it looks like it's two pages long. He ended up walking across the room. It was that long. <laughs> so it was just unfolding and unfolding and unfolding. Mm-hmm. And, and I was cracking up. And he just signed it. Oh, well, he had already signed it. He signed oh. it without reading anything. And then the girl was like in the fireplace or something. And she was like, read it. And then he stepped back and was like, oh my God, this is so long. And then the Brillo box or whatever her name is, was like, too late. Yeah. And then they throw him down a laundry chute. Mm-hmm. And then he's with all of these other people who are trapped in this inn. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all trapped there together. Mm-hmm. And he tries to convince them to, like, break out mm-hmm. and, like, get free. And he he's talking to Noodle and he's, like, telling him about telling her about his mom and everything. And she's like, I've never even had chocolate before. And he freaks out. She'd never had chocolate? No. And then he gave her a piece of chocolate. And she was like... Man, I really wish you wouldn't have done this. And he's like, why? She goes, now every day I won't get to have chocolate and it'll make me sad. And he was like, I will give you a lifetime supply of chocolate. I will make sure you have chocolate every single day if you help me get out of here. Hmm. And then she sneaks him out. Right. She sneaks him out. She like helps cover a shift or something. Yeah, and then he goes out in like the laundry shoes. He's like out in the world making chocolate. Yes. Oh, I know what he was. uh, I know what he was doing. He was basically trying to draw up interest. Yeah. So he was approaching every... This is when I, I looked at you for this and you were shaking your head. Cause I've died. I died. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you were hearing. I was just watching a man prance about town while I heard... <laughs> um, also, very important. There is a police officer. Wait, have we gone to the... Pol- Do you know anything about the cops in this movie? <sighs> Sounds familiar. It's a most. It's like the main villain. It's like all the police. Well, they keep trying to. So the three chocolatiers have paid for the police, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Um. I don't remember the exact order of events because at some point we do see more behind that. I don't think that's happened yet. So Timmy, so, sorry, Willie is prancing about town, giving these chocolates away that do all these fun things. I presume. Yes. People were, like, lifting up off the ground and stuff. But the one that fucking murdered me was he was in a barber shop. And yeah. everybody in there was bald and had no mustache or anything. And there was a hairless cat sitting on a shelf behind them. And then he fed them all some chocolate. It cuts to a different scene for a second. Cuts back to the barber shop. Everyone has a full head of hair and a beard. And the hairless cat has long hair. <laughs> it's like a long-haired cat sitting there now. I feel like there's a song like that. It was part of a song for sure. Yeah. And also during all of this, two steps behind him is Keegan-Michael Key. <laughs> Who was he? The cop. Wow. But the problem that he's facing is he's being paid off by the chocolatiers to catch Willy Wonka. Yeah. But he really likes the chocolate. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, also, what I wanted to say about the pancakes... There's a specific there's a specific type of chocolate called hover chalk that makes people hover. And every time they were saying it, all I could picture were the pancakes. Like some fucking weird ass little chocolate things in a taco dish. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Um yeah, so I remember I remember that there was a cop being paid off but really liked his chocolate and he would like kind of let him go a couple of times, I think. We do get to see the cop talk to the chocolatiers. How far in it before you saw Hugh Grant. It felt like forever. 
Because they kept referencing, he kept saying how he was telling Noodle about the little orange man who was stealing all of his chocolate. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, I didn't see Hugh Grant. I was starting to feel like he wasn't even in the movie, and I wasn't hearing about him, obviously. Right. No, he wasn't in the movie for a long, long time. He kept bringing him up, and Noodle was like, Willie, you're clearly... She's like, I see him in the middle of the night, and then all my chocolate's gone. She's like, Willie, you're clearly dreaming about this orange man and eating all the chocolate at night. And he's like, oh my gosh, you're right. And it's not until a really long time before he catches him. And he's like, the orange man with green hair. And then he's like, why have you been stealing all of my chocolate? And that's when Hugh Grant's like, okay, I'll tell you the story. But the only way I'm going to tell you is in a song that you will never get out of your head ever. And then he started singing Oompa Loompa. And he was talking about how Willie stole an ingredient from him once and like ruined him and his family of Oompa Loompas made chocolates. And Willie stole something from him and ruined their whole shops. Oh, because he's like a world explorer. Yeah. Yeah. And Willie, like, couldn't believe it. Also, at one point, Noodle was trying to steal something, and Willie's, like, 100% anti-stealing. Weird. Like, no stealing whatsoever. And so when he found out he stole from Oompa Loompa, he was really sad. Uh, after he spent some time hyping himself up around town at one point, or maybe it was like every, it was, we're, we're never going to get the correct order of this. No, 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 no. But I'll tell you this. This is when I started to be like, what's going on here? Um, all of the people who are stuck in the inn were at their windows and they all were like facing a courtyard kind of, so they could talk to each other through the bars of the window. And they had this little rope and pulley. Willie sent over some chocolate to Noodle, and Noodle was like, oh my god, thank you. In return, she sent over a piece of paper with a capital A drawn on it, but it was upside down in the basket, and Willie picked it up, and he was like, what is this? Turned it around, and she was like, no, it's upside down, I guess, probably. Yeah, what she said was, I'm trying to teach you how to read, Willie. By sending him an A in a basket? literally that. And then during a montage later on, it was... Just her at a whiteboard or at a chalkboard, and the chalkboard just said cat. <laughs> and she was pointing at it, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> he also, he sang this song for Noodle that was like, I'm going to find something that rhymes with your name. She's like, hey, you can't. And he's like, I'm so Noodle, Scoodle, Skadoodle. Oh, no. A poodle. But that- poodle actually does rhyme. Yeah. So it, it, that that was really hard to follow. Mm-hmm. I learned Noodle's name because at one point he, I don't know if he asks her about her necklace. Her necklace yeah. comes up. It has an N on it. Right. And then yes. it, it, that's, yeah. it drifts into this like visual from her diary that's like Noodle's dream world. Yeah. And then it shows like this perfect little house that she could live in. Uh-huh. And then uh, that was like literally halfway through the movie. And I was like, her name is Noodle. Okay, this is... I tried really hard to memorize this part. At one point, he's talking to... I, I don't know who. And he's like... Also, there's like five people who are stuck in the inn. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you... I don't know anything about that. I also... Maybe because the last movie I saw in theaters was Trolls Band Together. Was having a really hard time picturing humans. Uh, Honestly, really Trolls Band Together vibes in this movie. Including he catches... He catches the Oompa Loompa in this, like, elaborate trap that he has set up in his room. Yeah. It felt very trolls. And the Oompa Loompa's stuck in a jar. Yeah. 
Um, he said this really weird thing that only listening to it was disgusting. But he was like, how is she going to see you? Your ankle might make her something. Your knees might make her weak. But your thighs. Oh, your thighs. It was insane. Who was he talking to? I don't know. Wait, was it Timmy saying that? Yeah. To who? I don't know. What the Um, but, okay, at some point, someone is like, hey, you can get rid of all of your debts, I'll get you out of the inn, but you gotta get on this boat and get the fuck out of here and never make chocolate again. We'll take care of Noodle for the rest of her life. Noodle is done. She's... She doesn't have to live here anymore. She can go live her life and, like, be taken care of. Yeah. But you can never make chocolate again. Just get the fuck out. I know. I remember this. This was, um... That's way farther along. That's, like, almost the end. Yeah. Because they explode the boat. Well, this was before he found out... This is how he figured out Noodle's story. Uh, so it wasn't when he was actually getting on the boat to get out of there. They just offered it. Well, he was on the boat, and then he was like somewhere with Hugh Grant, and then he came back for Noodle, right? Because to he... tell her, because he found out, because he figured out how to read her necklace, and he found out that she's not really, that her parents are the innkeepers. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh wait, I think I did know that. There, yeah. So now it's Lehman's also. Yeah. Um, yeah, so before any of that, the police goes to a giant church, okay. rings the knocker, knocks the knocker, it's huge. He goes inside, and in order to get to the secret chocolate layer, he has to do a confession. The priest is Mr. Bean. Okay. And then when he drops, the, instead of doing a confession, there's actually a little cabinet where he puts a chocolate in. And then when he puts the chocolate in, the <gasps> confessional booth turns into an elevator, and he gets dropped into a basement where he can go talk to the chocolatiers. Uh-huh. The chocolatiers do an entire song that was definitely just trying to bribe him, because uh-huh. they kept bringing out, like, they'd be like, do you want this many little gift baskets, little I gift, see. little wrapped gifts? And then they brought it, like, more and more and more. And then Keegan-Michael Key is on his tail for the rest of the movie. The other thing you got to know about Keegan-Michael Key in this movie is that every time they show him, he's just a little bit fatter. <laughs> Just a little tiny bit. And by the end of the movie, the last scene he's in, the cop car tips because he's so big. So I don't know what he was saying about Uh that, but he was, there was a gag the whole movie where he was just getting bigger and bigger while trying to like oust Willy Wonka. But obviously he was really into Willy Wonka's chocolate. Well, Willy was still with Noodle. He couldn't make any more chocolate because Oompa Loompa had taken all of his had taken all of his chocolate. Oh, so he needed ingredients. Mm-hmm. So they went to the zoo. So they went to the zoo. Because he specific... Well, he was like, I need milk. And she's like, oh, I can get you milk. I've got milk. And he's like, no, I need a giraffe's milk. I was wondering what you heard from that scene. Yeah. You know they milk the giraffe. Yeah. For a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay, so they go to the zoo. Wait, First I of have all, a he... question about the zoo. Yeah. When they get to the zoo, they try to talk to the like guy who gives tickets... And there's this whole scene that everyone thought was hilarious, except for me, Uh where the guy is just talking. It's just his silhouette. So I can't read his lips. (laughs) It's his silhouette, like, in the booth of the zoo front desk. And I don't don't know what happened, but Mm. everyone was laughing. Um, Okay, so uh, when they get there to get into the zoo, they're like, oh, uh, 
they wanted to give you this chocolate for all of your years of hard work. And he's like, oh, I've only been here for a year. <laughs> That's, yeah. That was pretty much it. And then they were just like, oh, no, well, they just think you're doing a really great job. Um, they said you can take a break, basically. And he's like, oh, okay. That was the main punchline of that part that I remember. There, I'm sure there was something else. Yeah, I don't know. But then they get in. There and then they tiger. Yeah, so Willie's trying to go in to milk the tiger, or the lion, whatever it was. It was a tiger. It was labeled. And, right, he couldn't read it. And so then, that's when Noodle figures out he can't read. Oh, wow. She's like, you gotta learn how to read, Willie. You just almost died. He's like, that's not the first time. It's fine. I'm always just kind of running away from different animals. I've figured it out this long. So then they go to the giraffe. And... Willie's like, I can't just milk a giraffe. He's not going to let me. So he gives <laughs> he gives the giraffe a chocolate that's supposed to be the same thing as going on a like an all-night bender. So at first, you're just like having a good time, and then the giraffe starts like karaokeing, and then the giraffe gets really sad, and then the giraffe like gets like sick. And then he's like, now the giraffe's blacked out. And that's when they milk it. But it was like, and then like, th- there was like a layer of like the giraffe just like dancing. It was literally like so adult. It was literally just like you go out and get like blackout drunk. And that's what that chocolate did to you. That's crazy. I'm trying to think if they showed the giraffe doing any of that stuff. It sounded like it. They might have. I was really distracted during right. the zoo stuff. By all the zoo stuff. Right. I found it all very distracting. Right. And then they had to milk the giraffe. Yeah, and they had Noodle on the tallest ladder of all time, like, touching the giraffe's head while Timmy was down on a stool milking it. (laughs) And he always had, like, he kept setting up his coat. So he has this cane that he can just set. It doesn't ever fall over. He can just, like, set it, and it's always standing up. Uh And a lot of times it'll have these things sticking out from it that he can put his hat and his... Yeah, he's milking a giraffe. Yeah. I didn't like that part. Yeah, I don't think it sounded fun. Um, there was a part near the end, I couldn't tell you what was happening, but it sounded like kissing. But what made me laugh was you just went, Ugh! That was in the credits. <laughs> I think, yeah. Uh, I got really lost in the end, where I didn't know what was credits and what was movie. Yeah, well, I started to take my headset off when the credits came on, and then I realized it was still Timmy singing, and I was like, oh, I need to keep these on, because I don't want to hear him singing for one second. Right. Like, I've come this far. Right. Uh, But yeah, so then he gets the giraffe's milk, and he just keeps making chocolate. Right, and then at some point, he does get the store open. Yes, with with the help of the, the inn people, right? Yeah, the inn people help him, and he gets the whole store open. But obviously the cops are against him, the other chocolatiers are against him. One thing leads to another, the whole shit's burned down. Mm-hmm. Opening day. Everyone's having the time of their fucking life. No, you know what happened? What? Someone poisoned the chocolate. Oh, yeah, and it was making people grow crazy facial hair that was like bright orange <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and he was like, stop eating the chocolate. You, stop eating it. You, stop eating it. And everyone's like, what's wrong with the chocolate? And he's like, I have a terrible announcement to make. Someone has poisoned all of the chocolate. I don't know how to, I don't know what happened. I don't know how they've done this. Who poisoned it? Was it Hugh Grant? It wasn't Hugh Grant. 
The Chocolatiers just did it. Somehow. I think it was the Chocolatiers. There was another cop that wasn't corrupt. Um. Okay. So that happens. And then at some point, there's a chocolate flood. Mm, okay. Yeah. So. Chocolate factory burns down, and then Willy Wonka's like, hey, you know what? You're right. I'm done. Let me get on the boat. I'll just get the fuck out of here. I'll just get the fuck out of here. It's too much. Like, uh-huh. that's what I was getting visually. Okay. I don't know what he was saying, but that's what I thought was mm-hmm. happening. He was like, gotta go. So he boards the first boat out of town, and then they, like, he goes below deck for some reason at some point, and... I'm well, picture- wait, because he pay- someone pays up... Mm. There's money... I think, okay, I think this is when they must have told him he can leave, but he could never make chocolate again, like, get out of town. Yeah, that must be it. But he brought the Oompa Loompa with him. Okay, he brought somebody. Yeah, so him and the Oompa Loompa are on this boat, then. Yeah. And then he goes below deck and realizes it's full of dynamite. Um, Also, at, at the shop, when he had the chocolate shop, he realized he was disappointed because his mom wasn't there and he was like this whole time i've been tracing that i've been chasing this and she wasn't even there for me so that was also part of why he was just like fuck it fuck it but then he's talking to the oompa loompa and he's telling him this and the oompa loompa was like you make good chocolate man like don't hugh grant. did you actually think that this was gonna happen and like hugh grant is in in my head he's in some sort of pod that keeps going up and down and then wonka keeps pulling the pod down and he's like Hugh Grant's like, what? He goes, nothing. He goes, huh. And he keeps doing this. And Hugh Grant's like, what? (laughs) And then he realizes that there's, yeah, dynamite or something. Like, he notices something while he's there talking to Yeah, so then they jump overboard. Mm -hmm. The chocolatiers are on shore. They see the boat blow up. They think, oh, good, problem solved. Right. So they go back to their business. Obviously, it's Willy Wonka. Mm -hmm. And he makes it back to land and makes more chocolate, I presume. Mm Mm-hmm. But the chocolatiers catch him at some point. Okay. Because he... I don't remember when this comes in, but at some point there's a briefcase full of money that he is given that he uses to distribute to his friends at the inn so they can all pay their bond or whatever to be released from the inn. Mm -hmm. And they all do get released, Mm -hmm. which I thought was surprisingly honest from people who were using them as, like, workhorses. Right. Um, But they all get released... Except for Noodle. Yeah. They weren't going to release Noodle. Okay. But they had the money for her. Right. But she was stuck there. So then I think Willie, like, tries to get her out or something. Yeah. They get caught together, and the chocolatiers are like, he, 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 let's see how much you like chocolate now, and then puts them on this, That's literally what they said. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it looked like they were saying. Yeah. Puts them on this, like, weird-ass... It's, like, basically a, a room that's a giant mixing bowl full of chocolate. Okay. And they're standing in the middle of the mixer that's not moving, but the mixers are moving around them. Then they're like, hee-hee, if you like chocolate so much, eat this, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the chocolate starts to rise. <sighs> and immediately, they are floating in the chocolate. It's rising. It's floating. I'm disgusted, because also I ate way too much at IHOP. Mm-hmm. My stomach is turning. I was wearing overalls under my jacket that were, like, pulling my spine together. And on top of that, I was hearing... (laughs) And watching the chocolate rise, I was like, I'm going to pass out. This is disgusting. I'm going to throw up in my lap. I am so physically ill. I had to pee for most of the movie, but I was so scared. 
I didn't know how to leave to pee. I wasn't scared of missing something because who cares? I don't know what's happening anyway. But I was scared I wouldn't be able to leave without taking the headset off. Uh-huh. Because I didn't want to hear any of it. But I also didn't want to leave with a headset on. (laughs) So I was like, I'm just going to hold my pee. Right. So this chocolate is flowing. They're getting closer and closer to this, like, glass ceiling thing where their faces are about to be pressed up against it. And the chocolatiers are looking down from the other side of the glass like, ha ha, losers. And then at the very last minute, who drains the chocolate? The Oompa Loompa. Yeah. And Noodle's like, who could be draining it? While they're, like, in the chocolate flood, Willie's talking to Noodle, and he's he's like, well, Noodle, face it, we're gonna die in this chocolate. He's, like, pretty negative the whole time. Wow. He's just like, this is what's gonna happen. We're about to die in this chocolate. I guess any version of Willy Wonka would say that. Yeah. They were all kind of like that. Yeah, he was, he was just accepting it. And yeah. then, I guess Oompa Loompa saved him. Yeah. And then he... Yeah, I don't remember how they get... I don't remember how the cop gets caught. But that after shortly after that scene where they're rescued, Keegan-Michael Key pulls up in the cop car. When the door opens, a bunch of like empty peanut butter cup wrappers just <laughs> fly out like in an avalanche of wrappers. And then I imagine that they were like, did you know anything about this? And he was like... Uh-huh. Probably something like that. I don't yeah. remember. How could you know? I was getting kind of lost at that point. Yeah, and then, like, we kept... I felt like the everyone who was at the inn was talking too much around that time. Yeah. Do you remember what happened after that? They, they did a setup for a Wonka 2, basically. Well, I know that... So, basically... So, everyone's partying because the chocolate's back and mm-hmm. Willie's here to stay or whatever. That's yeah. what I was getting. And... He pulls the chocolate bar out from his pocket. Yeah. When he's looking at it. And he opens it for the first time that we see. Yeah. And there's a golden piece of paper inside. And it says, it doesn't matter what ingredients are in the chocolate, dot, dot, dot. And then he flips it over and says, it matters who you share them with. Love, mom. Wow. And then he looks up and his mom is standing by the chocolate. Oh, that's what it was. That's what brings everyone into happiness again. So this chocolate's flooding up from the ground from this, like, thing where he got let out or whatever. And he floats. He, what is it? Chocovac? Yeah. Chocovacs his ass up to this fountain and rips off the top of the fountain and it floods with chocolate. Yeah. So now chocolate's running in the streets and everyone's thrilled about this, I guess. I would be disgusting. Yeah, it doesn't sound fun. Sounds really gross. After eating just, like, three chocolate things at IHOP, I'm like, that's good for me. That's enough. Whole river, not into it, but this is Wonka, so it's okay. And then he looks up, and his mom is standing in front of the chocolate fountain, and she's like smiling at him. I love you, son, yeah. kind of way. Um, and then he goes around, and there's six pieces of the chocolate bar, and he gives them to everyone who's at the inn. Yeah. And so basically, he's like, "Help me run this shop." And then he's, and then they're. It like, was recruitment. Yeah. It wasn't just friendship. Right. And then they're like. They're like, we're going to build a whole nother shop. And he's like, no, we're going to build a factory. Right. And then they, yes. And then they show the first setup of the factory. It kind of, it was uh, visually similar to his daydreaming at the beginning. So I think it was just a daydream factory. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was like the whole factory that we've seen in the other movies, but with a slight spin as this one, but there were definitely nods to the other movies, like the little 
they he takes a sip of chocolate river with like a yellow cup that looks like a flower right like i'm pretty sure that gene wilder has that in his movie like i'm pretty sure it was just that kind of thing and noodles running around also yeah what was confusing me was that like i didn't really i guess okay so knowing that noodle was teaching him the whole time i couldn't figure out their relationship to each other because she was clearly a child yeah so it wasn't a romantic story right no it was just someone who but they were also close but they also like didn't really know each other he felt like he needed to take care of her because she was also trapped at this inn and he was she was helping him and i think well because willy wonka is so like whimsical and just like dreams i think he just connected with her i think her no so her dad was one of the chocolatiers I'm pretty sure. And then she meets her mom at the end. Her mom's randomly there. Yeah, there was... Okay. Okay. That... Her dad's one of the chocolatiers, which makes it even more messed up that she never had chocolate before. Right. So she... They put her in a river or something. No, they dumpster babied her. Yeah. They put her in a laundry chute. Yeah, and that's how they... And then they found the innkeepers. Yeah. Took her in. And so then he thought he figured out her parents... When he went back, he was wrong. And then he was like, no, you help me do all of this. I'm going to help you find your real parents. And then he f- actually helped. And he like, I remember now. I'm he pretty sure her, real, her dad her is mom. blue suit chocolate man. Wow. I do remember him finding her mom at the end. He thought it was someone else and he was wrong. Maybe he thought, maybe what I'm confusing it with, maybe he, re- he realized it was the sh- chocolatier guy. Mm. And maybe he hadn't made that connection yet. Maybe that's where I'm confused, but... uh, And then it ended, and it sounded like it ended to me, but then Oompa Loompa started playing again. I just couldn't understand what was happening. And then they were just replaying all of the songs again, and I was really confused. Just a medley. I just thought thought it was never going to end. Yeah, so things that I heard. I heard him say poison at one point. Mm -hmm. I heard him yell ladies and gentlemen at one point. Uh, when the tiger roared, I heard that regular, as if I was not listening to white noise. That's <laughs> just normal. <laughs> but I couldn't... Also, I was, like, actively trying to not comprehend what I could hear. Yeah. Which was not a lot. If I had, like, focused, I could have understood more words, but I was not trying to do that. You were that. just listening to white noise. Just listening to white noise. Um, but, yeah, I did I did sometimes hear when it was really loud. Yeah. And then also every time... It did time, get really loud sometimes. Every time I laughed, I wondered, am I doing this quietly? No. The answer is no. Yeah. You were not. That's one of the... You don't know. You can't know. No. There was no way I could have known. No. Also, imagine... Like, I wonder if it would have been better or worse if I wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, part of it was, like, I was watching a movie with you, so I was, like, I wanted... it. I wasn't laughing for your benefit, but I was also, like, I hope Alexis can hear when I think something's funny, because I could see when you thought something was funny. Right. But I wasn't, like, trying to laugh louder, but I was, like, oh, I hope it's, like, audible. Right. No, I knew. But it was. Yeah. So that's good. Right. Also, we were in, like, what, the fifth, sixth row? Oh, my God. That's the other thing you have to know. Wait, I don't even know if you realize this. There was, like, 12 or 14 people that came in after us, and they all left before you took your blindfold off. (laughs) Because when we went in, there was, like, four other couple, like, pairs in there. No, there was, like, a bunch of people who just kept coming in, 
and I kept looking over and I was like, they're just going to assume we're weird as fuck. Like, I just we assumed- weren't being disruptive. No. I was, when Aquaman was happening, I was like, we're going to get kicked out of here. They're going to think we're on drugs. Like, Straight what up. the fuck are these two doing? Why are, we, why are, they, both, cr- we're why are they both crying at Aquaman? I was crying. One of them has screaming. headphones, the other one has their hat over their head. Right. Well, that was the thing. When people were walking in, I was like, people are going to think it's weird I'm wearing headphones. And I was like, no, they're going to think it's weird that Alexis looks like she's secretly <laughs> reading a book. Because you looked like you were trying really hard to, like, not make eye contact with the screen. Also, at some point, I was like, I felt someone sitting behind me. Yeah, they were right behind us. Well, also, you kept not, it was probably like five times throughout the whole movie, but your phone would get a notification, it would light up for like 10 seconds, and every time I was like, should I reach over and lock it? But then I would get in my head about it and be like, by the time I reach, it'll be turning off, and then I'll be turning it back on. Right. And then I thought about flipping it over at one point, and then I was like, no, she's not going to get any other notifications. And then I was like, also, who are we disrupting? This guy? (laughs) <laughs> who sat right behind us for this he's already disrupted <laughs> Timmy's voice was fun that's good it was a good whim- whimsical you know huh yeah I didn't get to hear any of the fun words basically what I got the main plot that I understood cause the reading thing I don't remember what finally actually cued me in yeah but it was literally like the last 15 minutes was like, oh shit, he can't read. The main plot that I understood was that they were stuck in the inn and trying to get out. Mm-hmm. I was very confused by the zoo stuff. <laughs> I didn't understand where his chocolate was coming from at all. He just kept having more of it. There just was more that he was magically producing. But I was like, you're fucking trapped in an inn for most of the day. Right. How on earth are you yeah, creating all he, this chocolate? Yeah. He had some sort of contraption he had a contraption in his room but i didn't hear like i didn't understand what any of the stuff was it just looked like little cabinet so i was like okay oh you know what at one point he made a noodle this chocolate that had lightning in it Uh uh-huh there was this little bottle he pulled from the shelf that like had lightning striking inside of it and then the the little like i don't know what it was a turtle or something what just like a chocolate thingy was also like flashing with lightning and it was lightning shaped and kind of cloudy looking Uh uh-huh and when she ate it, it was like this magical thing. That was probably the first chocolate she tried. Yeah. The whole time, after I saw the lightning in the bottle, the whole time, stuck in my head, I was thinking, baby, you're my lightning in a bottle. <laughs> Which I don't even know if that's the right words to that song, but that song was the only thing I was hearing. <laughs> that's really funny. Wow, that was her first chocolate, huh? Yeah, probably. He made that in his little room, like by candlelight with his with his weird cabinet okay he would tell the cop like i'm gonna pay off my debts like everything's gonna be fine i just need to sell a few more chocolates and he would be like okay right but you gotta you gotta be done by this time and he just never was he's always had a couple more chocolates to sell he loves selling chocolate and he's like by this time i'm gonna i'm gonna have a shop but i'm gonna be the best chocolatier in the world yeah see i didn't hear him saying any of that it was just like he randomly needed to milk a giraffe like what the fuck are you doing bro and obviously the entire time all i could picture was the giraffe animated i was picturing madagascar it looked like a cgi of a real giraffe like i didn't believe it was a real giraffe but but it was also a real giraffe 
It wasn't like a cartoon. Mm-mm. Things I can't describe, most of what the candy looked like, mm-hmm. inhuman. <laughs> Nothing you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, hovery ones were kind of uh, egg-shaped, like Cadbury egg-shaped. Hmm. Roughly that size. I was just picturing a... I hop pancake. Also, every time that he gave somebody candy, he gave them like an entire glass jar worth. It was always in a glass jar. Wow. And it was like, they were always like just a bunch of like little round balls or like a bunch of little eggs or whatever. And so he would like give it. Also, the Oompa Loompa, the height of the Oompa Loompa was like up to his knee. Like he was really little. He was like a baby size. He was an adult. But he was the way I was picturing it was like hamster size. <laughs> <laughs> so I would see like Timmy in the recording group in the recording booth, mm-hmm. and then Hugh Grant in a hamster ball. I think it was just the once. So for a lot of what I saw of Hugh Grant, it was him doing his flashback thing or whatever because he was in that jar that Timmy yeah. caught him in. But then during that Oompa Loompa dance, that was there was a sequence where there was a bunch of Hugh Grants. But then I think every time he appeared after that, it was just the one Hugh Grant Oompa Loompa. I don't think we saw any other ones after mm. that. Because like I know in the first in the first movie they made, that guy did a lot of work. Yeah, they said there's like crazy things about that guy. I forget his name right now. Yeah, but he shot like he was like a hundred Oompa Loompas. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Hugh, Hugh Grant did do that, but, like, for a really, for a much shorter sequence. Yeah. I don't remember hearing about any other Oompa Loompas. No, it was just him. Yeah. But I don't think he, like, he did have to, like, move around a little and pretend to be other Oompa Loompas, but only for, like, it felt like less than a minute. Oh, wow. Whereas that one guy did that for the whole movie and did, like, entire dances. Yeah. But most of this was just Noodle and Willy. At one point when they had, like, Broken out of the inn, I had a really clear image of them, like, in the bushes. Were they ever in bushes together? When they break out of the inn? Yeah. No. The innkeeper lady? Yeah. I was trying to figure out who she was the entire time. I kept bouncing between Adele. Oh, Emily Blunt. British. I heard them all as American, just because... But uh, in my head, I pictured her as the spaghetti lady on Trolls. Uh-huh. A mix of her and um, on Rugrats, what's her name? Angelica's mom. So what she looks like a spaghetti. Yeah, she does look like a Betty spaghetti. Yeah. Those yeah. Angelica's mom does. This character was like um, kind of just like a homely, grungy innkeeper lady. The most prominent thing about her was that she had very yellow teeth. Huh. Wow. Uh, which I think was, like, the point. Right. I don't think I'm just being judgmental. Right. And then her husband was, like... He, his voice... So it, I felt like he had a really gruff voice, the groundskeeper guy. I felt like he talked like... Kinda. But British. Oh. Wait. <clears throat> How do you British that? Right. <laughs> and he was just like a tall also had you kind of rough around the edges 
Whoa. Did you just see her? Did you, what does she look like to you? Just seeing this just blew my mind. That's the top build cast? Who are those people? The what ship the captain? Timothy Gustav Die, who doesn't have a photo. Who is that? The ship's engineer? Oh, because it was order of appearance. The credits were order of appearance, that's why. I see. I see, thank God. I was so... Oh, okay, confused. sorted by credit order. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yep. Can we sort by popularity? popularity yeah. That was crazy. Okay, Hugh Grant. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, Olivia Coleman. Screw it. Oh my God. That's the mom. I oh, wish... Oh my God, I wish I would have told you who I was picturing Noodle as the whole time. Who are you picturing Noodle as? I was picturing Noodle as Rue from Hunger Games. That's damn close. Yeah. Is it Rue from Hunger it's Games? It's not. It's not. It's another person who could play a Who probably for auditioned for Rue. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. No, that's damn close. That's a lot closer than I thought. Born in 2009. Okay. okay. That actually really helps. That does help. Yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. I, I guess assume... she couldn't have auditioned for Hunger Games. She would have been like four. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who Miss Krebitz is. It's not Adele. I can't. Oh, she was in the bear. Really? She played Chef Terry. Not interested. Um, what season is that? <laughs> I, I never finished the bear. Tbh. Haven't you told me a million times? Yeah. I got further than you did. You did. Hey, stop deep throating hey. the floor. Mina. Yep. I don't know who this lady is. She's just some British lady. Yeah, she is. Patterson Joseph was Slugworth. Slugworth, yeah. Oh, yeah, Keegan-Michael Key was chief of the police. Oh, he sure was. Wow, I don't know who... Oh, I think I know who this guy is. I didn't recognize most people in this movie, which I was kind of into. It's been a while. I've, I'm have i kind of like... Well, partly because of Jawbreaker's podcast, I'm really distracted if there's too many celebrities in the yeah. movie. Yeah. Like, I can turn off my brain to believe, like, okay, Tim- Timothy Chalamet is Willy Wonka, and I can follow Willy Wonka plot. Yeah. But if they're all people I have to turn off my brain for, it I'm gets really hard to. I'm gonna yeah. Struggle. That's why I couldn't watch the Glass Onion stuff, or why I didn't like it. Yeah, no, I don't know who any of these people are. Nope. I was also wondering if they were people that I just don't know because I don't. Because you couldn't hear I've them. watched the wrong things with them in it or something. You know, because yeah. it's a. I don't know, it just came out. I didn't know if they were all people from, like. Whoa. This picture of Willy and Noodle is crazy. Oh, also at the end when they're setting up the factory, there's this like superimposed drawing from Noodle's diary that we saw earlier that is in like, the factory looks like her drawing of the place she wants to live, of her dream home or whatever. Yeah. So is Willy her dad? Oh, there's a giraffe in this one. A giraffe? Yeah, and Mr. Bean. Mm, Yep, those are both. When you said Mr. Bean... Were you not picturing Mr. Bean? I didn't think it was real, like, actually. No, it's actually Mr. Bean. I saw him in the opening credits. I saw his name, and I was like, wow, why do I know that his name is Rowan Atkinson, and why do I know now that he's in this movie? And then he was in the movie. Well, I, I feel like I just looked at a bunch of photos of a movie I've never seen, which I guess I did. That's true. You haven't seen it. I haven't. Now, if someone asks me if I've seen Willy Wonka, I'll, seen, I'll say, well, I've seen it. I have seen it. Uh, one of the other options of watching the movie was Spanish subtitles, but we 
would have been cheating. Either one of us would have gotten too much from At least, Spanish yeah. subtitles. Yeah. I know I wouldn't have gotten the entire plot from but it, you but I would have gotten way yeah. too much. Even just seeing them, I would have... Nana, can you stop? What is on that wall, by the way? That's a baseboard, dude. And is that where Ryuk's... Is it because Ryuk put her neck on that? That's gross. You're... You know she worked hard to mark that wall. Is that why you have to keep marking it? You look like you're wearing oil in your head. You look like a greaser. So when the second Wonka movie comes out, should we switch? Yeah, we should agree right now. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to bring that up in general if we were to do... Well, okay, I had the thought, like, we could just switch back and forth every time. Just because it is so taxing. I... (laughs) I've gone back and forth since last night of, like... Well, I had a moment in the world, I was like, this is so fucking funny. We should keep doing this. Right. But then, when I couldn't tell if the movie was over, I thought I was going to die. I literally ran out of the theater. I was... Yeah, no, there was a point in the middle where I was like, I don't know if I can sit here. I have to pee. I'm so uncomfortable. The temperature is wrong. I can't hear. Everything I'm seeing doesn't make sense. I thought also at one point when the movie sounded kind of gross and I was thinking about all the things I was thinking about eating at IHOP, I was thinking like, what if Susie throws up right now? And would you know? (laughs) Right. Yeah, I was getting nervous. I yeah. kept, ha- I had like moments of nervousness, and then I have to talk myself down. So there's definitely like moments of the movie that I missed. Well, also I started to dissociate sometimes if there was a scene where they were just talking. Yeah, and there was nothing for me to look at, <laughs> just them talking. And then like I w- at one point I tried my hand at lip reading, and realized I don't know how to lip read. <laughs> but I was like, wow, I could probably get something if I just focus a little, and I could not. Probably also because they were all British. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that also did, probably didn't help. And then, well, I was really trying in the beginning to like really remember what everything they were singing about. Same. The but, first few sequences, I was like, I can remember all of this. Right. And then, but then you can only hear so many, come with me, you know. The Oompa Loompa, dude, the Oompa Loompa at the credit. I was I was I couldn't do it. Yeah. But then the music just kept doing it's an overture. It it goes That's throughout the so entire funny. movie. That is so funny. <laughs> You're screaming. I'm over here cracking up cuz the cat has hair now. <laughs> Keegan Michael Key is fat now. You know, I did see a still of him from this movie at one point where he was wearing a fat suit and I was like that's in bad taste. But now that I see that it was part of a joke that was longer, I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He it sounded out, like there was, a lot of a, there was a lot of adult jokes in there. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a movie rated G-. minus. <laughs> I wonder, I want to note that line about the thighs. I wonder if I, I just put in Wonka thighs line. I had a moment where I was like, oh, I'm sure Alexis is glad she's missing this. Timmy was eating some chocolate. And it was all over, like, his teeth and lips. That's disgusting. And I was like, wow, I'm sure Alexis is really relieved to not see this. Also, I saw more of that boy's teeth than I've ever seen before, because it'd be <laughs> close-ups of his face. And I actually kind of respect that he has crooked teeth still. I feel like not enough people do. Uh, yeah. Uh, he could have veneers. Yeah, he could have. He could even get, like, he could probably do Invisalign without anyone noticing. Right. But, no, he's just rocking with it, which I think is cool. Um, so the line was, she'll be pleased to see your knees, but if you want to make her sigh, sew some thigh. There was also, there was a lady who was wearing red, 
not that that helps you, who was around the Chocolatiers, but I didn't get her role at all. Oh, that's right. I remember this. They were talking about... I'm pr- they must have been talking about Noodle. And Mrs. Scrubbit said she's damaged. And Wonka said damage. She said orphan syndrome. And that's when they say they found her. So does he learn how to read? <gasps> yes. Oh! That's how he figures out Noodle's story kind of and that's how he reads the note that's been in the chocolate all along yeah because he learned how to read yeah oh my god and it wasn't even a recipe it was just a note that you share it with the people you love oh that's right when um when willie was trying to show the chocolatiers his chocolates that had all these like really complicated ingredients Mm-hmm. They were like, we're the fiercest of rivals, and yet we agree on one thing. A good chocolate should be simple, plain, uncomplicated. Not in Willy Wonka world, bitch. I'm trying to find this full thighs line, because it was crazy. Oh, there was a chocolate court cartel! That was those three guys. Okay, that's yeah. what... Okay. Yeah, they had... that. At one point, when I saw the blueprint, I saw they were called the Chocolate Cartel. Okay. Okay. She'll be ankling for an ankle. Pleased to see your knees. But if you really want to make her size, show her a thigh. Don't know the context, but I remember him saying that. Wait. Another thing I need to mention. Wait. Wait. The innkeeper. This happened twice, at least, mm-hmm. that I recall, because I was obviously starting to black out by the end. Not for drug reasons. Right. Just, just... for uh, overwhelmed reasons. I think... Maybe the police show up at the inn. Somebody shows up at the door. And for some reason, the man is wearing, like, short, short, later hosen. Okay. Like, he's dressed like a little boy. Yeah. And he's wearing really short shorts. And that was hilarious. (laughs) And then later on, the woman answers the inn door, and she's wearing this silk robe. And then the door opens more to reveal that the man is wearing the exact same silk robe. And it's, like, short, and he's not wearing anything else. Yeah. So that happened more than once. (laughs) Come on, buddy. Good girl. So I don't really know what that joke was about, but apparently it's funny that guy's not wearing a lot of clothes. Yeah. I don't remember what that sounds like. I don't know what it could have sounded like. Oh, who were the gross people kissing? In the credits. Oh, I don't remember. I think it was those two. I just know it sounded disgusting, and you said, Oh! <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember what was happening in the credits. I did try to pay attention for a second, because it was, like, more plot a yeah. little bit. One of those kind of credits. But I didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I was trying to figure out if I could leave. I really wanted to take the headset off. <laughs> I didn't want to stay till the very end. I didn't want to be the last people in the theater. I felt like it was too late of a showing to be the last people in the theater wearing a headset and a blindfold. <laughs> and I was starting to freak out about that, so I could yeah. not pay attention to the credits. Right. But I did catch that it was in order of appearance because it made me uncomfortable because I wanted to see who was actually in it, not the name of the captain. <laughs> I did catch that part. <laughs> Glad. So that's Willy Wonka. Yep. Or no, just Wonka. Just Wonka. Um, I hope this helped. If you could tell us anything else that happened. I would love to know. Yeah, I feel like that should just be an open call at the end of all these episodes. Because so far with every single movie, 
and this is crazy because I didn't realize movies had this, but it does make sense. Every single movie, there's been at least one character or a piece of plot that we missed because of the way it drops off or picks up in one half of the other. <laughs> yeah. But that neither of us realized was important. Like with Oppenheimer and Joker, both, there's a woman that's important in his life in the first half uh-huh. that does not get appropriately addressed in the second half because she just falls off. Right. So I don't realize that she's an important woman or you didn't realize yeah. that she was an important woman because they don't fucking bother to give her a closure. Right. Which... Actually, with Oppenheimer, I think I should have known that she was important. Doesn't she not even come up again? She's, like, at the end of a hallway at some point. Right. But it it was enough for me to know it was Florence Pugh, so I should have known that that was an important person. Right. However, that shouldn't be, you know, come on. Right. But also, I don't think it's actually... It may be the movie's fault. Point is, we miss things because there are things you cannot possibly understand. When you only watch half of it. Yeah. Like, the Joker's delusions, we really fucked up. We didn't get those at all. No, I don't think so. Because I didn't... But you mean half, half of Joker is that he's just crazy. Right, and we didn't How realize... How are you supposed to know what... That it's a reveal in the second half of the movie that he's been delusional this whole time. And right, you don't know that because they he comes off as a reliable narrator in the first half for some reason. <laughs> Who knows what we missed in Steve Jobs because I didn't bother watching the second half of either of those, so... Uh, other concepts for future episodes, we could do a switcheroo of those other Wonka movies, even though we've already seen them. It's been a while for both. Yeah, it's been a while for me. Someone recommended Godzilla movies when I told them about the podcast. Mm-hmm. And the reason that might work is because I've never wanted to watch a Godzilla movie. I was going to say, I've never had this, any sort of interest in a Godzilla movie, to be yeah, honest. Either. We also got to watch Saltburn, but I really kind of just want to watch that like a normal movie. Yeah, we really got to save this for, uh... I guess we could watch Aquaman. I I will cry the entire movie. I will be (laughs) screaming. If I have a headset on, I will be screaming. The way... Literally, like... I have not... It was like... Okay. You know how you can't laugh in church, so then you laugh harder? Yeah. Because you can't be heard. Or, like, you can't laugh at a funeral, so if you start laughing, you laugh harder. Right. That's what was happening during the Aquaman trailer because I wasn't sure if I could fucking I wasn't sure how loud I was laughing, and then the more I tried to understand that, the more I laughed. <laughs> so the the white noise is crazy. I yeah, it was way it was so loud. Also, I tried to turn the white noise down a click. At one point, but did I, I have it all the way up? I think so, but it was like it was hurting me. <laughs> I was like, I need this to come down just one click, and then I'll be good. But I turned it down a click, and I could hear the words so mm. clearly all of a sudden, and I was like, fuck. And so I turned it back up. Did you see when I, like, lifted my, my blindfold to restart the thing? Yeah. Because I knew it was the movie was over two hours. Yeah. And so I got scared that the white noise was going to end. That would have been scary. <laughs> if it just stopped and it's just, oompa loompa. That's crazy that they played that song a lot, considering they didn't even fucking show him that much. Yeah. But it makes more sense if they were, like, foreshadowing him the whole time. Yeah. Which I wasn't getting any foreshadowing of him. No, they kept talk- he kept talking about the little orange man. The first time he even kind of came up visually was when he was caught in the trap. That That's what it sounded like. Great. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. Willie Oompa... And Miss Scrubbits. Or uh, Keegan-Michael Key or okay. Mr. Bean. 
Let's do Key and Michael Key. Key's more famous of all those. Not yeah. Mr. Bean, but Mr. Bean had a really small role. Yeah, I'm just gonna kill Mr. Bean. Yeah, that's, we don't need to deal with that. <laughs> okay, so uh, policeman, Oompa Loompa, Willy Wonka. I'm killing the Oompa Loompa. He was stressing me out. I didn't like seeing him. I didn't like his vibe. Yeah. I can't hear him ever again. He's done. You know that Brooklyn Nine Nine, where where they do like the, I want it that way. Where they have like the lineup. Mhm, mhm, mhm. That's from Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? Or is that just an? Yeah, no, it's a police lineup, and Andy Samberg's having them test their voices by singing Backstreet Boys. Cause like the witness or like the heard victim, them singing yeah. in the next stall over. So he has them all singing, and he's getting really into it, and he's doing like a whole like. Uh, He's coordinating them all. Yeah. And then it, the punchline is the woman standing there had her brother murdered or something. Right. And she's like, yep, that's the one that killed my brother. She's like, number five. And then he's like, oh, fuck. I forgot we were doing like a press right. thing. While they're all just like singing in chorus. Yeah. If Hugh Grant and a bunch of other people were singing Oompa Loompa, I could tell you which one Hugh Grant was, which I definitely couldn't have before. Maybe anyone could, but I think I would have a really good ear I for couldn't. <laughs> you literally could I couldn't. don't even remember the last time I heard Hugh Grant speak. <laughs> Actually, no, I do. It was when I was watching I Love the 90s, and there was a, a TMZ clip of him. He got caught with a prostitute. That's right. You told me that. That's the last time I heard him speak was in the 90s. Yeah, so I'm also killing Hugh Grant. Yeah, I'm, he's or done. I didn't, his whole vibe was bad. Yeah. Sorry, Willy Wonka. I can't marry a cop. Even if it's a funny cop that ate a lot of chocolate once. Also, being married to Willy is kind of scary. Willy also is probably a pervert, right? Uh. So okay, how? I guess I'm a little confused. (laughs) So Willy Wonka's historically been slightly deranged. Okay. Yeah. His backstory isn't right for that, I don't think. His mom died. Yeah. Also, and he's also, he's also just like a dreamer, and it like seems kind of harmless. He's and like I told you, he doesn't want to steal. Also, the whole reason he's so like devoted to Noodle the whole time is because he pinky promised her, uh, and he's like, they did pinky promise. You can't break a pinky promise, and he's like dead set. Like he's gonna make sure Noodle's okay. He gives up dro- chocolate because he knows she's gonna be okay. This is what they do with everyone. That's what they did with President Snow. Yeah, huh. Like, okay, because clearly... Okay. I'm, I started to... Li- like, when the... When that Hunger Games, the Songbird, whatever book came out, I started to read it, but I got annoyed because I felt bad for Mr. Snow immediately. I was like, oh, that's what this entire book is going to be, and I never finished reading it. That sucks. Did I tell you that Donald Sutherland, who plays President Snow as an old man... Mm-hmm. Is in the original Buffy movie from 1992. He plays, like, the British Watcher guy. No. It's him. Wow. I got halfway through the movie, and then finally I was like, oh my god. That's President Snow. That's President Snow. (laughs) Is he still alive? Yeah, right? Yeah, he's gotta be. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so... Alright, so the book, Willy Wonka's an eccentric guy. We don't know that much about him. He doesn't have a backstory. It's a children's book, but it's Roald Dahl, so it's obviously a little bit... Funky, funky, yeah, trippy, whatever. 
but we do know he's got some weird there i mean the slavery thing with the oompa loompas it's always kind of there right. in the book i don't think they call it slavery but we do know that as as a yeah. child i understood it to be that right then gene wilder has like he's a little bit creepy yeah He's got these kids coming to his factory. We still don't know that much about him, which adds to his creepiness. But he also seems to be... I mean, he's into making money, but the way he wants to his factory inherited is he'd rather do, like, all these tricky games. Mm-hmm. So it's not about the money for him. He's about the experience, and he's about, like, giving Charlie the reward of not... I don't know, but then he's also, like, disappointed in Charlie. It's a whole thing. Right. Then Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which is also the name of the book, but then Johnny Depp movie has the correct title. That Willy Wonka has daddy problems, and it's presented in a really confusing, out-of-place way. Yeah. Everything else in that movie is picture-perfect to the book, unlike the first one. Mm-hmm. So, like, first one has geese laying eggs. The second one has uh, squirrels with nuts that's the correct story doesn't matter point is that willy wonka also creepy right very creepy very creepy and deranged like very detached deranged fucking weird but that was also the same exact story as each other right so now this is a prequel is there is was is there a book on willy wonka i don't think so on like his backstory they just they made made that shit up and Roald Dahl, as we Googled last night, died in 1990. Damn. He didn't even see the Johnny Depp one. I'm sure his estate uh, authorized this. There was a thing yeah. at the beginning that said Roald Dahl production or whatever. Yeah. But, like, what the fuck? So then they just made up all this, but now we're not... Like, I thought when they introduced this stuff... I guess it doesn't have to be this way, but I thought when they introduced stuff with his dad in the Johnny Depp one that we were going to consider that part of the lore of Willy Wonka... No. No. We just scrapped the Johnny Depp one completely. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about his dad. So it's like with every movie, we're just the only thing that existed before it from the universe perspective is just the book. Mm-hmm. And the book doesn't have any backstory for Willy Wonka. So every time we just come up with a new backstory for Willy Wonka. This feels like <laughs> when they kept redoing the Spider-Mans. It is a little like that, huh? Yeah. Does Spider-Man's backstory change, though? Or, like, they how, change how, how it happens a little bit, and, like, how Uncle... How, like ben. Yeah, how Uncle Ben dies, and, like, the way that it's his fault is different every time. In the Tom Holland one, which, I, which I'm glad they did, because, like, why did we see three different Spider-Mans before we were, like, 21, you know? I've wondered that my entire life. Like, why is that so... <laughs> why are there so many? Like, Batman's... It's been going on for, you know, there were so many Batmans before that we didn't see. And Batman explores different villains and shit more often than Spider-Man. It felt like was always just, here's Spider-Man again. Right. But what I liked about the Tom Holland that everyone just kind of accepted was that they did no origin story. He was just already Spider-Man. Good. We've seen it. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess I'm, I'm just a little confused. I thought like the eccentric aspect of Willy Wonka always had like a little bit of a deranged edge which I didn't really get from this one yeah no I I, I felt bad for him the whole time and he was just trying to be good the whole time how old was he supposed to be in this felt young it felt young I mean they also have Timmy playing him so he's not gonna sound feel like a 
grown man. No, it's going to feel like a boy. It's going to feel like a boy. I can't believe this was the same guy in Don't Look Up. Uh, also, I wanted to tell you, he was wearing, like, a little fuckboy bracelet the whole time. It was, like, uh, <laughs> it was, like, leather cord. <laughs> That's actually... <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Every time I noticed it, I would get annoyed. Because he was wearing, like, a very Willy Wonka outfit, the hat, the yeah. coat, and then this little bracelet. Hmm. Saw a lot of his hands. I didn't ev- I never needed to see so much of him in IMAX. Yeah, we were. IMAX. Yeah, we were pretty close. Right in the middle. Um, have you been seeing like people saying like, "Do you think Kylie got the ick when she watched the premiere?" I did see that. Yeah. Do you feel that way? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never like got. I never was like, "Ew, I wish that didn't happen." Mm. If I was Kylie Jenner, I might. I didn't feel that way about his singing, which is surprising. Cause... yeah, I thought that you were gonna be like mortified. No. It was okay. I mean, I like music. I I like a musical. Right. I wasn't sure how good his singing was. I've never. Really it was actually it. nice. I liked it. I think I don't know if I would have liked it while watching it. Same. I mean, I think it, I think he's probably. I I mean, we don't know. We don't. We do we not have know. this information. He's probably annoying in this movie. Like he's probably annoying to watch sing. Mm-hmm. But we didn't watch him sing. Right. Neither of us watched him sing. Neither of us watched him sing. Picturing that is actually annoying me. Okay, so fuck Mary Kill. No, that cop is corrupt. I'm killing I'm killing Keegan Michael Key. And I'm marrying the fuck Oompa No I think Jesus I'm... Christ. These options are awful. There's no good option. I guess I'm marrying the Oompa Loompa okay. and fucking Willy Wonka. Final answer. Wow. I'm not happy about any of it. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna marry Willy. Surprisingly. He's got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah. He's a dreamer. I guess fuck the cop and kill the Oompa. Yep, we did it. Yeah, if there's any plot with any of the other people at the inn, or if there's anything from the chocolate cartel, mm-hmm. no idea. Nope. How would I know? It's just really, really hard to follow. <sighs> Thanks, Timmy. 